Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, mm-hmm. and Jordan. <sighs> this week, we're going to be taking a look at 21 by Adele. It was released in 2011, and it was picked by me, uh, Jamie, again. Um, I chose this album because, so like I said last week, I wanted to do... Uh, we had we have a severe lack of female artists, um, True. and as men of culture, wanted to prove that we are not in fact bigots. Um, <laughs> but also, it's just nice to mix it up. Um, and yeah. I love all of her music. Mm-hmm. As for why I chose this album over the other two, I don't know. That's how I felt that day. I literally could have chose nineteen, twenty one, or twenty five. They're all. <laughs> great albums um i've never listened uh i haven't listened to many songs off of 19 bro, there's i a know lot of pretty much all of 25 make but, you uh, feel i know chasing my love. pavements yeah chasing pavements make you feel my make you feel my love is one of my favorite songs by her um gotcha. chasing pavements banger uh daydreamers really good uh first love that one's really good if you kind of want to cry a little bit um, it's weird to hear her voice contrasted with mainly a xylophone, but mm-hmm. it works and it's uh very moving. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like a lo- I like a lot of her stuff. Um, and then this one, I just I don't know. I feel like this probably because like twenty five and nineteen, they had some hits, but I think this one had mm-hmm. in my mind the most like. There were like five or six songs on this that you would pretty constantly yeah. hear on the radio from like 2011 to 2013. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, sure, sure, sure. I think this would also be one of the more like approachable albums in a general sense, you know? Gotta get them <laughs> in somehow. <laughs> yeah, when I was uh, listening to it before we recorded, I, I thought to myself, like, so many of these songs are so popular. Like, which one was the most popular? And then someone like you came on. Right, and you're like, oh, yeah. It was that one. I, yeah, I for, I, it was at the end. I just forgot about it for a second. But but definitely. Yeah. But there's a, there's definitely a lot of, like, Rumor Has It. Uh, rolling so Fire to the Rain was good. Yeah, Rolling in the Deep um, was pretty big, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that one was that one was cut off as the as I had the song chart up and it was the, it was the only one cut off. Oh, yeah, so. I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, like. So, so I assume you were both familiar with, at least in some capacity. Um, yes. Hey, it's I haven't said that in a while. Of my own <laughs> album. That's part of my own album. <laughs> true, so true. let's go. I, let's um, go. <laughs> I knew this one. Let's I, go. <laughs> I uh, I only knew the the hits off of it though. I never listened to any of the other songs, and I was surprised how much I really enjoyed some of the other songs on it. Dude, I tell everyone, I'm like, listen to Adele. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not that's because what I tell them. like that's yeah. <laughs> you you meet someone, shake their hand, make sure I know, you I, listen to Adele. 
I said it like I was going to say more, but I, that's just what I tell people. But uh, yeah, I think we're all it, familiar, pretty familiar with the jail. Yeah, um, I was going to make a comment, heard, but it's gone. Her voice is so good. Like it's yeah. so there's so much. I don't know because uh, it's not even necessarily like female vocalist, but like there is typically when people are singing in higher like up there you you kind of mm-hmm. lack a lot of the like bassiness to it but i've always felt yeah. that either it's just the fact that she works with the best uh people who mic voices ever or mm-hmm. she just has a lot more of the entire range of like bass treble and mid mm-hmm. harmonic interaction yeah it like, is crazy I just, how i love the the warmth but still like volume and pitch increase but it still maintains that bassy warmth the entire like over her entire range which is incredible to me yeah mm-hmm. it it's never insane how 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 full her voice still sounds even when she gets mm-hmm. up to those super high notes yeah because a lot of times you get like it starts to like just naturally thin out because mm-hmm. the way that you get up there is by creating like tension and stuff in your you know throttle area and your palate mm-hmm. but she still has that really open oh sound the entire way up and it's oh crazy never gets old um fun fact I, i've got to did, start tying in radiohead to every podcast somehow okay but uh she's she's signed to the record label that they were signed to when they got really big xl recordings Really? Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is just, I, I forget like, that she's a big like record one label. of the, the like absolute titans who's still on that like very small indie British record. Label. Yeah, mm-hmm. British. She said because oh. yeah, because they started <laughs> I, the XL Records founder. He did an episode where he just talked with Rick Rubin. Can't remember his name. Maybe I didn't Ray, know that. Why does XL Records sound like? Yeah, a so he did a talk with him and XL Records. I'm pretty sure that's where I like heard about it. I'm pretty sure it was him talking with him. And yeah, like most of it, it started as like a, I'm pretty sure it was like in the back of his record shop. He just like some people, like some neighborhood musicians, they were like, Hey, I want to record something. He was like, okay, let's, you know, just make whatever. And then (laughs) for the most part, they have a lot of like indie people on it. But then there's like, I can't remember who it is. It's Adele. And then I guess Radiohead has gotten bigger, but there are a few who were just like, incredibly successful that are still on the label and i feel like they're basically the ones who fund the label enough that the label can operate with all the indie artists too yeah. um that's how a lot of that that's how a lot of independent <clears throat> excuse independent record labels are even with like the the even more indie ones that don't have huge artists they have they just have like a like reputable indie artists and then a bunch of smaller even lesser known indie artists like it seems like that's it's, it's a, that's how it always goes it's xl recordings yeah. yeah interesting yeah it's uh richard russell that's the guy's name uh okay yeah mia adele it says Radiohead's on here, but I don't know that. I, though these is just like notable people, they might not be like still on there. Tyler, the creator, 
uh, King Cruel, Vampire mm. Weekend. That was the other one I was thinking of. Vampire Weekend. Um, yeah, man, that's they're pretty. Uh, pretty. Yeah, the White Stripes. They were at one point. I'm not sure if they still are. Alicia Keys. No, because Jack White has his own label, right? Third Man Records or whatever. That sounds right. Dude, honestly, a lot of you guys you're mentioning, I don't really know. I feel like I'm very out of the loop on people. Yeah, it Jack depends White, on what, what kind of music you listen to. But those are they're they're pretty. Yeah, big sure, people. sure. Um, yeah. So, did you guys have a real Nick? I know that you said that there were a lot more of the the deeper cuts on this album that you liked. Did it? Did the record radically change for either of you once you like checked out the entire thing, not just the hits, or did it kind of stay in the same mental space? Uh, well, I, I, it, like, it definitely was still good. I mean, I, Adele just has a voice where you can, like, listen to it, and it just, it just always be good. So a lot of her songs still I just really enjoyed because it's just her voice. That's, I think, why I like Pop Smoke a lot, too. It just, it's like their voice. That's, that, that, that's honestly why, I like, some of the rappers I do is literally just because of their voice. They could be singing about anything, and it's just, it's just, it's just fun to listen to. Um, like, like but, Randall Park. Pretty. An underground king just bl- blowing up on tiktok you know what's what's his song he did he's the he's the always be your maybe or always be my maybe guy the guy we were just talking about before we started recording oh yeah sorry yeah. whoops i now that you're under the <laughs> podcast pressure you just you're, you're so i know i know this guy, i was like who who what's his, what's his, what's his, what's his name what's what's her name but uh no um yeah, so for me, um, it definitely, I mean, it, it, it opened a little bit more, Jamie, but as far as, like, I, I honestly just still prefer her hits, which are kind of like, mm-hmm. I guess what hits are supposed to be is just... Right, mm-hmm. normally they're hits the for best reason, songs. right? Yeah, yeah, so I, I, I mean, it's not like, not like I think Adele's worse now that I've heard her other songs, I just, I just really like... Uh, You're just saying it kind of like kinda, stayed the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, I yeah, definitely definitely been albums that I've had that with. I definitely enjoy her music as a as a whole more now, which I, I guess mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of it past the hits much, which is strange considering I I do know most of the songs on twenty five. I couldn't name them, but I heard them so much in my mom's car that I mm-hmm. like the words are kind of just like in in that. Back room compartment in your brain. Yeah, you said she had a uh, had like a. Your mom had the CD, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I, and she the yeah the year it came out, um, I think it was around her birthday, and she said uh, she, she said you know I'd kind of like to see Adele in concert, and I was like, that would be good, but uh, do you know <laughs> like when her tour was announced? And she was like, no, I'm not sure. And I was like. I'm I'm sure the tickets are just crazy expensive, and we look. They them are, up I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that like even GA stuff is like crazy. Yeah, the only uh, tickets that were available on like the verified ticker, what the verified ticket seller mm-hmm. website, um, yeah, were like super. <laughs> were, were like super VIP tickets that were like twelve hundred dollars or something. Right, because Gosh. that was like, especially if it was like 2015 when when that album came out. Yeah, 
like everyone's trying to go see Adele. Mm-hmm. Hello is the song of the Christmas season. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's on. It's in ads. It's on every radio. It's in every mall you walk through. <laughs> every teenage daughter or the musically intellectual son. Everyone's trying to see Adele. Moms, grandmas, musically intellectual dads. Yeah, her voice is really good. Yeah, it's universally people go, yo, shit. <laughs> I saw, um, which is why we're. Oh, sorry, what? There was a tweet where someone said, uh, like, what's the most magical moment you've experienced in live music, I think? And, and Jason Isbell quoted the tweet and said, uh, maybe not magical, but but close. Um, him and his wife were seated right next to the speakers that Adele's voice was being broadcast out of at the Grammys whenever she sang "All I Ask," which is off of Twenty Five. And he said that was probably the closest to magical uh, any like live music has been. Well, no, because he said he they sat like where the speakers are. They were between that and the yeah. stage, so he didn't have the speakers. So they heard her like natural like unprojected singing voice and he said that that was like incredible because you're not hearing anything lost and all the filters and the stuff to make it sound better yeah so he he said that that like the raw voice was yeah because i saw that tweet and i was like what a coincidence (laughs) (laughs) you guys follow each other well because that was like a few days ago i bet he listened to the podcast and it was in his mind (laughs) announcement (laughs) Uh-huh. The end of last week's episode. You're on the same wavelength um, as, as Jason. <laughs> you both, you both like that. Better Call Saul too much. <laughs> Not too much. It's a, it's a very good show. Since you plugged Radiohead, I will say uh, Greta Van Fleet has a Spotify, um, like a Spotify session. How how they'll do mm-hmm. bands do like two songs, oh, yeah. one's a cover, one's original. They did a cover of Rolling in the Deep, and it's really good. I would recommend checking that out. Debatable. It's really good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like um, a like off the bat Greta Van Fleet hater, but I I think I have heard that, <laughs> and it just didn't sit right with me for some reason. The first time I heard it, I was like, "Nah, I don't want to hear him scream this." But I do like I, some of the. I don't know. It, it's weird because like his voice is the antithesis of everything I like about Adele's. But it still works. I don't know. In my brain. Still hits. Um well I guess with that, you guys want we can we can we can dig right into this this meaty cut of an album. This meaty sixteen ounce USDA prime cut Tomahawk of a record. (laughs) Yes. I don't know why I went with the weird okay. Uh rolling in the Though it is played quite a lot, I think we're far enough removed to where I don't have to say that, like, even though it's overplayed, because we're just mentally, we're going to move past that. Uh, mm-hmm. But Rolling in the Deep, what an opener. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. Crystal clear. Go ahead and sell me out and I'll lay your ship bay. See, I'll leave with every piece of you. Don't underestimate the things that I will do. There's a 
I love the energy it starts with because it's very <laughs> different than the energy it ends with. Yes, true. But the um, but there's that little like the bridge section. I always really like in this out in this song. And just like how it starts with such a like, okay, like a head bobbing rhythm to it, where there's just that like bass drum the whole way through it. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. So like, I like how it starts as, oh wait, sorry. Go. I was going to say so many of the songs on the album, I really loved the the drum rhythm and just the, the heavy drum sound that a lot of them had. Yeah. You can keep that in, Jamie? You didn't have to bring it up. I was definitely going to use that. But no, I was I, I was going to say the same thing. Like, well, not not the exact same thing, but I like uh, I like how it starts off really um, like slow and just keeps building <clears throat> until it goes. We got it, and that kind of is like the peak of it, and yeah. it kind of sets the tone for like the rest of the song as well. It's just so good. Oh, whoa, right on, <laughs> that whole section that was beautiful love it that's that is one for one how she's that's exactly how cut it in they'll know that's exactly mm-hmm. the same oh, all of these words whispered in my ear tell us One for one. Yeah. One to one. Yeah. No, no for um, none. Yeah. Enunciation, everything. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. And then you have a incredible opener in Rolling in the Deep, right? Uh-huh. You move into Rumor Has It, which is also great. Wait, real... Hmm? Wait, sorry, real quick. Rolling in the Deep's explicit. What, what word does it say in there? I... Does she? I can't. Is I that still, pick that up. Does Sorry, that still make things explicit? Yes, you're not allowed to cuss at all. Well, yeah, this but, was a, this was like a 2011 and Son says fuck and Little Lion Man, and that album's not explicit. No, no, no. They don't. They, you don't have to title the whole album explicit. No, it's that just song's not titled make... explicit though. Oh, and they say not... fuck in it. Oh, and I say, and I don't think that they necessarily say it any less clear than Adele does. Maybe the UK got different rules you know it's also um a funny thing about that is like 
you know, since you're in America on the American voice, you can't say things like that. But you can uh-huh. say you can say all the way up to fuck in English song in English songs in other countries on TV. One because they're a lot less up their ass about stuff. But two, yeah. they're considered like foreign language. So even though the, in my mind when I watch my voice top tens as I do, yeah, um, around the world, every time I hear it, I'm like, we can't say that on TV in America. <laughs> or in, unless you're in like the whatever the like nighttime water hours or whatever they're called are but yeah mm-hmm. nighttime water hours yeah, it's the adult swim hours yeah no but Jamie what were you saying about rumor has it um you say you didn't like that one or did like that no one? I, I I really liked that one I was just saying okay, like okay, it starts off with honestly the first three albums are like the really big like some really big hits on it um mm-hmm. But yeah, it starts out and then it keeps, it still has that same like driving kind of rhythm with like the ooh, ooh, and then like the clapping in the background. It's like, oh shit! Makes it really catchy. Yeah. And I like the change up that they do in the in the bridge towards the end when a lot of the rhythm yes. cuts Oh, up it's and so it's good! Just like oh, the yeah. crazy piano flourishes. All of these words whispered in my so good and i also um i love where uh so there's like the vote the verses and then it ends with like rumor has it she's the one you're leaving me for i'm the one you're leaving her for he he's the one i'm leaving you for i think that's the three of them but i love what she does with her voice where there's like it winds up and winds up and then right there where she just like goes so low where she's like, rumor has it, you're the one I'm leaving for. And yeah, that's up, a, and that's the was... rumor has it comes right back in with that like instant jump back up in <laughs> in uh like pitch. It's so good every time yeah. I hear it. Now rumor has it, she ain't got your love anymore. I was I was I was gonna mention that part too. The she just does like a good job just differentiating that. Just, very dynamic so yes good. that's what I, that was the word i was trying to look for yeah she's she's really good with dynamics like incredibly um dynamic. i don't think i have anything else to say about that song i don't know where that was <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to pull up the track list to make sure i wrote everything down but dude my yeah. my computer is not handling this well turning tables are a little Turntable is a little slow. It is pretty much just like a piano medley yeah, the whole time. Yeah, it, it definitely is where it starts um, to get into that. Um, 
starts to slow down the energy. That zone. like area, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see yeah, it, it turns a little. It starts turning a little, you know, sad a little bit. You know, <laughs> this um, is where the sadness oh, yeah. really starts to set in. Yeah, don't you it. remember? It's still a little bit sad, also, but it, it, it picks up a little bit towards the end. I, I kind of like the second half of the song better than the beginning half. Yeah, you know, I like. I think that "Don't You Remember" is probably the low point on this album for me. Like, I still like mm-hmm. it, but there's just like the one where she like goes like crazy high. And then she says, don't yeah. you remember again? But other than that, like, I didn't really have any other noteworthy stuff about that song for me, you know? Yeah. I still like it kind of more than Turning Tables, though. Really? Gave, like, I, I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Like, okay, the piano in Turning Tables is really good, but... Yeah. Damn. Okay. Her, her voice sounds so good in both of them, though. Like, I, I hate even saying that, like, I don't... It, me saying I don't like it is, like, very passive. Like, it's not, like, a hard hard line because her voice still sounds so good in it though but i think i just like the fluctuation of the uh of don't you remember more than turning tables mm-hmm. yeah and and i, and I could see that because don't you remember definitely like turning tables has a lot less of the like higher energy that like you were saying the second half of don't you remember brings to the table um mm-hmm. i really like it though i i like the um there's a section where she says like it's time to say goodbye or something like that and the music all like cuts out Like it drops out, and like I've said countless times before, I I love any time that that mo- like uh, tool is used in music. So yeah, yeah, I like that. I also like the song a lot. Um, I don't know. There's just always something about her voice in that song that I've kind of been drawn to, like the way that she sings throughout it. You're talking about turning tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, there's a there's a line I really like in it. It's in the chorus where she says, "I can't give you the heart you think you gave me." Like, yeah, it's like a that person still thinks they're they're putting in a lot and like putting in their all, but she like like she recognizes that it's I don't know, like their their impression of the effort they're putting in isn't really what's happening. I guess right. And I guess that's kind of she's taking herself out of the situation. Yeah, and I mean, because that's the whole thing is like um, the whole the whole message of the song is like I can't keep up with your turning tables, like Mm -hmm. you know the the like you someone constantly you know flipping situations around turning tables shit like that, and so she's just saying like I'm stepping out of what whatever you think is going on. It's not deuces so yeah Mm -hmm. 
I think it's definitely summed up very well. Which I don't know if... Like, I don't know if she writes all of her songs. Because, you know, some people, they sing really well, but they're not necessarily the people who write their songs. Uh, mm-hmm. I looked at a lot of the credits, and it seems like she mm-hmm. at least... I think she co-wrote every song on the album, if she didn't write oh, it Oh, really? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Uh, Turning Tables and... Oh, yeah. Rumor has it they were both co-written by Ryan Tedder, the the singer for uh, One Republic. And um, oh, okay, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at the writer list right now. Yeah, and okay. when I when I saw his name, that's what made me want to check the writing credits for a lot of the other songs because I was like, oh, did he like write any of these other songs? And I think it was just those two. You know, it's crazy. The, I'm I'm a pretty big One Republic fan. I would consider. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. but I I do not I did not know any of their names. <laughs> what the, uh, one republic mm-hmm. uh ryan tedder yeah, yeah i don't think i yeah i don't think i knew any of their names either adele's yeah, a, name is adele laurie blue adkins yeah easy yeah yeah she's on everything except except for love song it looks like oh yeah and good as long as she was on all the the bangers she, she was on all the bangers even though love, the love song has a pretty pretty high play rating though yeah only a hundred million <laughs> wow that <laughs> song kind of flopped <laughs> that's crazy that song kind of flopped, that's dude. definitely <laughs> in my head like a deeper cut off this album and, and shit still at a hundred million plays i know i know absolute titan um <laughs> what can she yeah. do <laughs> it set fire to the rain great right Dude, it's so good. That might be my favorite song. It's it's really? a great one. I think it's yeah situationally. I, I think depending on the mood, it would definitely reach in the top three territory. There's like one and two on this album. I'll let you guys guess mm-hmm. later on which ones you think they are. That's pretty solid for me on this album. And then that mm-hmm. like that the third position. There's like five of the remaining nine songs that depending on the mood vie for that like third spot in my head and set fire to the rain is definitely know, the way it's i like, know number one i already know number one is for jamie's rolling in the deep because he keeps getting a boner every time I talk about <laughs> no no that's one of the Wait. that's one of the third place ones <laughs> nope i'm kidding Holy I just, cat. To, uh, just extract that info out of you but no um i think i like the intensity mm-hmm. of set fire in the rain because rolling in the deep does have like intensity but i I, I think she just goes higher on. Uh, she goes higher on set fire to the range. When she hits that uh, that mega high note in the yes. song, that yeah. It's just so good. All about it. She just flexing her range yeah. the entire damn album. So that <laughs> might be my favorite album. Or sorry, not an album. Song. <laughs> this is your yeah, favorite yeah, album. Might be my. This is. This yeah, I was like, what? Awesome. If I if I were to if I were to like blindly predict, if I had thought about that 
mm-hmm. yeah, I'd probably put you down for that. I would definitely put it b- between that or Rolling in the Deep for you, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think so, so far there has a lot of range because, again, it does start off a little slow. It's just mm-hmm. a piano. And then it, like, just climaxes into something. Like a boom. A lot better. That rain yeah. is spontaneously combusting. <laughs> that rain busting. <laughs> and I think I remember hearing or seeing the music video for it, too. It's like her, like, dancing in, like, a puddle, right? Yeah, something like that. She's, like, kicking it up or something? In my head, there's a lot. I, I there sh- are a few different music videos. Which one is the one where she, like, sm- like hits her hands together? Something? Oh. There's, like, the flour or chalk powder or something? Yeah, and she's, like, she's like sweeping is it. Is that turning Sweeping tables? it, too? I don't know. I don't think so. There's, like... There's a few... I have different scenes, but I don't think they're all from the same music video. Yeah. Maybe I'm all, getting like, black and white, too. so it's hard to, in my mind to differentiate which one. I think that one's turning... I just know there's one... Because the, they're, like, Maybe sweeping in circles or something. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I should have... Bro, they're not, they're not probably. sweeping circles. They're turning tables. Yeah, bro. Shut the hell up. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's true. Um, Nick, did you know that Rick Rubin produced, like... Uh, few few songs i did see that i think i noted down which ones he produced i know i know he produced uh he won't go and one and only don't you remember love song too and yeah and uh don't you remember and then oh um the 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 itunes bonus track i found a boy which is okay (laughs) i don't know it's i don't know if you guys are yeah sorry i didn't listen to that yeah it's itunes bonus yeah i really miss it much um, but that was also Rick Rubin. Yeah, on Genius it lists three extra songs at the end. I guess that that's probably one of them. But the last yeah. song that so, it lists, uh, the last song "Hiding My Heart," that's on like a, a cover album for Brand for Brandy Carlile, and I, I know that song. That's a really good song. Yeah, so it looks like um, I found a boy, and then I didn't know these other two. But these are UK, Taiwan, Poland, and Bulgaria limited edition bonus tracks are If It oh. Hadn't Been For Love and Hiding My Heart. Gotcha. What? And it looks like it, If It Hadn't that, Been For Love, Bulgarian it was written by Chris Stapleton and Mike Henderson, so I'm not sure mm. if it was like if it's actually a Chris Stapleton tune or not. Um, yeah. But there you go. Interesting. Whoa, what? On the deluxe edition bonus disc, there's Need You Now. Featuring Darius Rucker. Yo, I might have to look at that up. What? Adele and Darius Wait, Rucker what? doing Lady that, A's. That probably bangs. Hit. Darius Dude, I'm, I'm looking that shit up. It was it was live yeah. at CMD Artists of the Year Awards. What? Con- what? Country? <laughs> All right. Country music. Mental um, note for that it, one. I'm going to check that if shit If it out. hadn't been for love. <laughs> that's that's an old mm-hmm. song by the steel drivers which was a bluegrass band that chris stapleton was a part of before he went off by himself okay uh, all right dang i should have looked at this wikipedia earlier i would have listened to some of these um well yeah i guess back to this album <laughs> how did you guys feel about he won't go i really liked it Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, just the drum rhythm in the background. So petrified, 
I'm so scared to step into this ride. What if I lose my heart and fail to climb? I won't forgive me if I give up trying. I heard his voice today. I didn't know a single word he said. Now I'm resemblance to the man I met. Just a vague and broken boy instead. But I won't go. I can't do it on my own. And yeah. the, the kind of change of perspective. Like it, she says, so I won't go. And then she says, so he won't go. And I read yeah. a little bit and, about And uh, those. <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, and those parts, those are like my favorite in the in the song is where it's a, I guess it's like the chorus lines, right? But it's just yeah, like I'd say so. Either I or he won't dun, go. Dun, dun. Can't do it on my own. So good from a rhythm, vocally, all of it. I love those. Every time I listen to that song, I look forward to those sections. <laughs> Which yeah, is that's, the point? That's of Rick chorus, Rubin's right? Midas touch. Just right, but it's funny that he also produced "Don't You Remember" because that's like, like I said, that yeah. Normally, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a big Reuben guy. Not the sandwich. Get sauerkraut. <laughs> nope, no Sa- point. Wait, really? the sandwich is but, fine. It's overrated, but it's fine. Vic loves it. Wait, no, I think a Reuben's pretty. Good. I don't like. I, I, well, I don't like sauerkraut. I have. I am yet to find just... a form of cabbage that I enjoy. Sauerkraut, kimchi, any of it, boiled. What if it's a Reuben without sauerkraut? Then it's just a corned yeah. beef sandwich, which I love, but that's not a Reuben. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I, I thought you meant using like the like the whole sandwich. I can go, I can go I'm Reuben with like a little layer of sauerkraut, j- just a little bit, and then like yeah, then just the so like, of if it's like a, good. if it's at least a two to one ratio, ideally <laughs> three or four to one ratio of corned beef to sauerkraut, I can ignore the sauerkraut. But like, you, you sound so nerdy right now, Jay. There's, dude, <laughs> no, I. I but, I don't Bro. fuck around with sandwiches. Sa- sandwich ratio, it's a science. You're like the four to one ratio. Sandwich ratio, it, I, I make, when I make sandwiches, four slices of ham, <laughs> depending on the thickness, one or two slices of uh, Munster cheese. Oil, <laughs> oh, vinegar, Munster's really salt, good. Salt, pepper, really good. some sub spice, if you've got it. I use Penzies. That's currently what I'm rocking in my cabinet right now. Delicious. <laughs> if you can get Tr- some uh-huh. lettuce, preferably shredded. I shred my own, I make my own shredders. <laughs> shredders. You shred your own lettuce? I love how he talked about it just because of his name. Was well, yeah, like, you just take a, a leaf of lettuce and with a knife. It's, it's impressive. <laughs> I eat salads probably like half of the week for lunch. And uh, just yeah, this week, salad. I started buying romaine lettuce instead of iceberg lettuce. I used to put, I used to put iceberg uh-huh. in with spinach because I was like, I know iceberg is just mm-hmm. like water basically. It's, right, it doesn't it's crunchy have a lot water, of which is why it's the only lettuce I like. Yeah, and then and then I got the romaine, and I was like, man, like this has more nutritional value, and the texture is even better. It's just like fifty cents more. <laughs> you think the texture is crazy. better on romaine? Well, the the like it's it's not quite as crisp crisp. What, what did I just say? It's not quite as crisp towards the end of the of the leaf, but it's still like. <laughs> It's still crisp enough to where it's not like limp and floppy. Like there's still crunch, and as long as there's crunch, <laughs> I enjoy lettuce. Enough about lettuce. This isn't the lettuce podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Lettuce Talk. <laughs> Thought you were gonna get a Dow? No, fuck you, lettuce. <laughs> lettuce. Lettuce and sandwich ratios. Uh, dude, I take it seriously. All right. 
Last thing about sandwiches. Any sandwich that you cut in half diagonally automatically ups the flavor profile. It is better. Oh, true, Even so, dude, true. even if you're cutting a sub in half, cutting it diagonally instead of straight for some reason. True. I'll say that. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll, it's weird. I'll, I'll say that. But, but you are nah, 100%. No, 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 no. I, I, I get it when you, like, you're talking about diagonal cutting a sub, like, in the middle. It, but... Yeah. When, when you said it at first, I was envisioning thought, like, I meant like, corner to corner of the oval. <laughs> and I was like, bro, what? But, but <laughs> now, now, so now, now we're on the same page and I completely yeah, agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. Oh it's that angle, bro. It's all about them angles. Um, <laughs> True. I've got a 90 degree dangle. But yeah, I do like He no, Won't yeah. Go. Um, and that was a <laughs> song yeah. I, I used to not like as much. Yeah. But within like the last year or two, I I came around to it and I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, it it has it goes in and out a lot mm-hmm. more than I think that all the other songs have like a good flow to them. But this one's beats kind of like just goes in and out mm-hmm. because of the because of the instruments, right? In it. Which you know for me, it's the thing I like. Yeah. Yes, sir. No, no, I, I like it a lot. Um, what about Take It All, Jordan? I bet you loved it. Yeah, I d- wait. Why? 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 It's, just, I in it? my, it's like one of the most like bare bones stripped back songs on here. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say I like when she gets like. Wait, sorry. What? Nate? I thought it was comparable to Turning Tables. I liked it a little more, but I liked it a lot. I think her voice is really, her voice is really raw, mm-hmm. and she even goes out of her. I feel like she stretches her vocal range on this song. Okay, a little bit. Like I, I hear whenever she gets to, like the, the peak of her voice. It starts to. I don't know how to explain that. It's like that thing where it's like, ah, you know, <laughs> yeah. you get like really high up. What is, what is that called? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to put it in words, but I do know what you are talking about. I will change if I must. Slow it down. It's like when they get really, really high and they just kind of start, not like screaming, but yeah, I think it's like, like there's I, that. I kind of know what you mean. Little there's bit a, of there's a part in the, the, maybe there there's a part in the first verse where she says, "Still, how can you walk away from all my tears?" But she says like, "From all my tears," and like she she mm-hmm. like kind of thins out the upper range of her voice, and like like winds it almost a little bit. That I really like that part mm-hmm. of the song. That and um, in every chorus, uh, when she says, but go on and take it, and then the choir comes in in the back with the, take it. It's gonna be an empty road without me right here. song was a little more sad too compared to some of them oh yeah 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 it was I, I it was one that, of the uh, the sad yeah. standouts for me i think 
Yeah, I, I, I was going to look up the lyrics and I just did it. But I remember hearing them in the car and I can't remember which ones they were. But I just remember being like, damn, dude, this shit, shit kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But... Well, yeah, we're in the sad part of the album. The real sad part. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say that any of the songs are really cheery. Um, no. Well, I mean, Rolling the Deep is okay. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I feel like some of them aren't, like, sad. That's true. You know? I guess the other ones even, no matter what the lyrics are, they're upbeat. Yeah, I guess it's interpretation, too, so. Yeah. Um. So what did you think of I'll Be Waiting? How would you feel about that one? I really like that yeah. one. A lot. I like the I like the course. I like of a lot, a lot. I'll be waiting for you. It's so upbeat. I always like those sections. Yeah, it sounds like this is the one with like that had the most instruments too, kind of, or the the song that had the most just going mm-hmm. on yep. as far as like the music goes. It, it kind of seems like she's like, like you, she could just be up on stage with a band and like every instrument is present here and like contributing. Yeah, it's like, hey Dale, come up real quick and uh, rock out. Uh, I'll be waiting for you while down waiting. It's like. Yeah, that one just seems like a very groovy song. Yeah, that one and one and only, I think, probably have some of the fullest, uh, maybe not fullest arrangements because, like, Rolling in the mm-hmm. Deep sounds pretty, pretty full instrumentally, but, but definitely sounds like it has kind of a live band feel almost. Like you were saying, you can envision yeah. it as like, like an ensemble, like just, just grooving up on stage yeah. and stuff. And um, yeah, one and only was one of my, I think one of my favorites. Definitely that I did. One of my favorites that, that I didn't know of beforehand. Absolutely, and probably one yeah. of my favorites on the album too. I I I fucking love that song. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my god, that soon, that one. Is... As soon as it like like dropped into the like blues groove, like the yeah. the the um the rhythm kind of like of a. Leon Bridges song or like a St. Paul and the Broken Bones song. Forgive your past and simply be mine. Like as soon as it went yeah. into that in my car, I was like, "Oh man!" Like I, I, this is, I love this. Literally, like, there, like, depending on the mood, time of day, you know, whatever external variables there are, I will get chills when she says, "So I dare you to let me be," and then the music just has that hard stop. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good! I love this song. Maybe, maybe this is the one because I always listen to him a little bit. Maybe maybe this is the one that she goes really high for, you know. Like at, like at at the end, doesn't she go like pretty high up? Let me maybe. I'm you know no it's it's okay. I'm 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 just getting really confused for yeah, some yeah. reason. I could do this very quickly, but yeah, where oh, I love this song. I cannot 
quite convey through just my voice how much I love the song. It just, <laughs> it's, it uses so many musical elements that just are right up my alley. And then her voice is thrown in there. And it just, you can, like, you can just feel so much what she's feeling and meaning when when she says yeah. those lines. Like, I dare you to let me be your one and only. Because, like, the whole song, you know, she so, starts off talking about, like, I don't know why I'm scared. I've been here before. And it kind of has that, like, gospel-y, yeah, like you were saying, like, the bluesy St. Paul, Leon Bridges rhythm feel. And even, like, the lyricism. And, little little Teskey Brothers ish that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, you 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 were talking to me earlier about you were discovering the the Teskey Bros. Uh and yeah, man, I just So is, I love that song so is much. Is this your favorite song, Jamie? Hmm? Is this is this one number yeah, one? Yeah, for me on this album for sure. Oh, I would have never guessed that. I thought it was a regular, you know. You thought it was one of the hits. Uh, uh yeah, a mainstream one. No, nah, it, it before I really listened to this album, uh, it was someone like you, just because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that might be the best sad yeah. song, sad song ever written. That's a bold claim, but like I love that song. I mean, um, <laughs> honestly, and there are some bangers on twenty five too, but it's someone like you, the piano how somber she is the whole time her vocal rise whenever she's talking about like someone like you all of that mm-hmm. love it uh but then probably two or three years ago i uh i listened to this album i think there was just a day where i listened i was like i'm just gonna listen to all three of adele's albums i don't know why i haven't uh <laughs> And yeah, this one, and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> Took from that Deep day cut. forward, number one song on this album. I one of my it might might be my favorite song by her. I don't know. It's up there. But wouldn't want to only be your favorite song. That's what yeah, I'm talking. I think about. That's what he's talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. I thought you were um, selling someone like you. That's my bad. No, yeah. It probably interesting. Okay, could be up there with. I mean, obviously someone like you hello i love that song uh million mm-hmm. years ago um all i ask is really good off 25 I really love but that. the last two minutes of it i could do without because it's just the same song repeated mm-hmm. um which i get it you know you're doing it for more emotional emphasis but i don't know um but then also like chasing pavements is great uh, first love, the ones I talked. I feel like about. I don't know any of these songs by Adele. I feel like I only know this album. <laughs> They're good, Adele. dog. Maybe They're like good. Another song. Um, I know. I never. Yeah. I never. But it, it is. I, I think that, that I one and only, but might be my overall favorite by her. It's just Chef's Kiss. Um, the Chef's Kiss. Yeah, and then what's the song? Is it Love Song? Is the one Love between... Song's right after that. Between it yeah, and that like, one I've never yeah. really. It's never really. St- I don't love it or hate it. Mm. It's somewhere along the lines of yeah. don't remember. In my mind, it's just kind of like a a neutral point. I I liked it. Yeah, good. I I like it more than the original version. I think. 
the the cure version oh i see i don't know anything about i didn't know i didn't know that was a original version i don't know where i've heard cure it version? wait so this is so this is a this is a re yeah it's a cover uh-huh. oh cover yeah when i when i heard it, it cover? yeah when i heard it for the first time i was like who did this original song? Because I know these words from somewhere. <laughs> and I, I looked it up, and I uh, listening to the original one. I know I've heard it somewhere. It's like a, I think it's a song from the eighties, maybe. But was the cure? I know the cure did. Um, they were either eighties or nineties, right? Yeah, they did. Uh, they did. It's Friday. I'm in love. If you know that song. Oh, by Rebecca Black. Different Friday. No, actually, oh, um, not, not it's Friday. No, it's okay. No, that's I, I think that, that's one of the coolest things ever to experience. It doesn't happen often, but whenever you can uh, accidentally find music that relates somehow to music you've already listened yeah. to, mm-hmm. like there was a uh, there was a song my friend played this weekend, and I had listened to a Childish Gambino song that sampled it, and I was like, oh yeah, I didn't know you know this song, and then it was like the original sampled version, and I was like, or like the original version, and uh-huh. I was like, I was like, oh. I was like rapping where the parts were supposed to be, and like the it, it, it the beat was almost identical this time to it, and so I was like rapping. I was like, "Yo, this sounds, this sounds pretty good," and then I was like, "Oh, this is the actual song." Not, it's just like it's just like funny when you can just hear stuff. You're like, "Where do I know this from?" You know what? Or, uh, where what does song this come is it from? Um, it's called uh, "Bitch, Look at Me Now." I've only been able to find it on SoundCloud, so it's probably unreleased. Hmm. Um, gotcha. It samples, uh, let me see if you guys know the sample. Hold on. Um, samples Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear. Uh, no, I don't really know any Grizzly Bear. Music. One of the, and I, yeah, no, one of the lines is it, in it is, I'm rapping over Grizzly Bear, like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, now I oh, get it. It's like, like, that's a reference to, like, the beat that he's actually, like, sampling. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like. Like I maybe I could have put two and two together, but I was just like, oh, you know, maybe he's talking about just like in general, he like likes their yeah. music or something. But no, it was like a, I'll uh, like the old fourth wall. If I remember, I gotcha. Yeah, I was like, I do. I, f- I forgot about it, but I do like the um, I don't know, like Spanishy sounding guitar of Love Song at the start. Yeah. I like the I like the backing yeah. music of it, but other than that, I I don't know. I don't like I said. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just like a mm-hmm. yeah. I'd probably say it that. doesn't help that it's sandwiched between like the two highlights for me. That like yeah. that's such a hard position for literally any on any album for a song to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally the dividing line between excellence. That's how I live my life. Sad. <laughs> um. But then we got to talk about. Do we want to talk about someone like you, or should we just, just ignore it? Just no, ignore we, it. <laughs> we, just, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we don't. Everyone knows this song. We don't. We don't need to talk about. It. 
<laughs> uh, it's probably tied yeah. up there with um, with one and only for me. I think. God, it's so good. They're they're both my favorites. It's for so sure. good. Favorites. Mm. Oh, like just like yeah. No. Starting off with the piano. Her, her, when she sings, she follow, she matches that and complements it. It's not like she's not following those that note sequence the whole time with her voice. Yeah. But when she goes and takes a different melodic approach, it's complemented mm-hmm. so well in both mm-hmm. in like the rhythm, the tone of the piano, the the feeling of it. It's it's so it's such a good arrangement between the vocal melody and the piano. It's it's like yeah. you're listening to a little a little uh, a little dance between yeah. voice and piano the whole time. Uh, like and again, it's kind of one of those songs that starts off slower and then it builds over time and then she just like really hits that that climax. Yeah, just the she hits those high notes the. Yes. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Don't forget me, I beg. I'll remember you say. Sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Mike actually cut out there a little bit because of because I so, was so, so good. It didn't want <laughs> yeah, crazy. That high pass filter was working. That, that. <laughs> Wait, it would be um, a low pass filter. <gasps> oh yeah, sorry. That's I'm it. bad at my own major, so. But uh, pe- people talk about pop music being formulaic and like so many producers and writers working on the same song just to like piece it together. Yeah, like. This song, it has the secret formula. I'm convinced of of like. I don't I don't know much about music theory, but something about yeah. this song, every puzzle piece fits together for it yeah, to be whatever just it is. fantastic. Yeah, and and that's yeah, and that's how I feel about one and only two. It's it's just like whatever, whatever pieces are coming together. The puzzle is immaculate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. These two songs are tens. I'm very comfortable saying that. Yeah, I really like that one. It's is this your second favorite thing? I guess? Yeah, yeah. I I really like this one. I think I still like fire, uh, set fire to the rain a little bit. And that makes sense because that's yeah. the, I, like that's more into the the high energiness that you really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but someone like you is such a good song though. I don't really get sad listening to it though. Really? You know, I don't like, know. I, I, like a, maybe 
maybe music intensifies when you're like <laughs> already feeling that emotion. I was thank you, Mister. This motherfucker almost fell out of his oh, chair. <laughs> you definitely caught yeah, my yourself. Whole, my whole... You definitely caught yourself by hitting your leg on your desk because your whole. I know. That was so <laughs> funny. Good thing okay, we're an audio-only podcast. Yes, I know. Oh my god! Good um, thing the the listener will never see that. I'm sure they'll hear. <laughs> but yeah, I'm okay. probably gonna forget, and then I'm just gonna be listening back and just hear like. No, yeah, no, I was gonna say like the music maybe intensifies whenever you are sad mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. But uh, but it doesn't like take you from a not sad level and like put yeah. you there. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. That that's a pretty good observation. Like some some sad songs will only enhance my sad mood if I'm already sad. <laughs> but like some songs I hear and I'm like, I can't listen to this or else it's gonna it's gonna like knock me off like balance for the rest of the day. Yeah, not literal Aww. balance, but like. It, no, we know, yeah. we know. Emotional balance, Nick. Emotional I'm fragile. Oh, baby Nick. Oh, Nick is in, in, in uh, Nick is in, in tune with his Lady. sensuality. Sensuality? I think it would just be like Sense it? emotional, like health or like emotional yeah. tendencies. Yeah. Sensuality. Sens- sensuality Sensu- just has. Yeah. Like, connotation that i i don't think that you, were you meant for. yeah maybe it's maybe um sensual sadness yeah i don't know <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know that it, if i were in a happy mood it would make me sad but i also don't know that i would listen to the song if i was in a very like happy mood which yeah. is an exception because normally I will listen to like like I listen to Jason Isbell shit, no matter the mood I'm in, and enjoy it. Yeah. But I wouldn't put like this song on. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I I'll think about it, and we'll never bring <laughs> it up again because I will not remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, other than that, uh, I don't really have any notes. Yeah, I think that about yeah. sums up. Me either. We, uh, I think we went through every song. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, the last time. Yeah, I honestly don't know what the last time would have been. Her voice is just. I probably did. We did. We did a lot of the songs for for Glass Animals. Not yeah. for. I know. Yeah, we, I know we did all of them for How to Be a Human Being. Right, because that I was think, like. I think we did all of them for Dreamland too. Yeah, well, that's just because I love it. Yeah, well then I guess I guess we can go ahead and numerically rate it. Um out of ten, we are a base ten system. True. Alright. Uh I guess I can go first since I picked it and then Jordan you'll go last because you're gonna tell us what we're gonna be listening to next week and we'll see how it stacks up. <laughs> um It's not. Oh but um I can already, I can already tell you. It's not All right. Over. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate this one. I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. That's crazy. I love this album. <laughs> I'm wild. not kidding when I say 
She's my British queen. That's not the actual queen. She might as well be. They, they yeah, need to, I, they I, need just, I love this already. album. Nick, what's what? What is your decision? I'll give it. I I really enjoy a lot of the songs, but the only ones I really love are probably one and only. Someone like you, mm-hmm. and I really like take it all too. I'll I'll give it an eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. And then for me, I'm gonna give it a seven. Oh, a seven. This is gonna seven. be this is gonna be a strong one. I feel like I would only. I feel like I would only li- listen. Oh, I think you're saying that was too low. Oh, no, 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 no. That's that's very good. Okay, I was about to say. I was like, I thought you. I was the like, average rating is gonna be what, like eight point two five or something. Let me just calculate that real quick. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> well, I don't think it can be. All right, so that is eight point one seven. I was about to say I didn't think you could have a. It wouldn't be. It, that was an estimation. Come on, come on, Nick. You know a little bit more about that. Okay, buddy. Okay, talk about that. Never mind. Um, I'm just and that will put it at fifth. Um, wait, no, no, no. That that makes it fourth. Sorry, uh, Dreamland is fifth. It is Dark Side of the Moon is um, third, and then yeah, and then Sounding Color and Man on the Moon and Good Kid, Mad City is still number one. But I figured that you guys would like it. I didn't expect for it to go that high though. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised because I love this album. You picked it. Well, not even that I picked it. I just feel like it got the recognition it deserved. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So then, Jordan, what will we be listening to next week? Um, next week, we will be listening to a song uh, album that I haven't listened to yet either. Oh, okay. Pulling all the Igor. <laughs> I, I, I've listened to one song. It, that's how it was. This Igor. I listened to one mm. song, but I wasn't really into the artist that much. But I want to see if I can get into the artist a little bit more. We'll be listening to. It's a 25-minute album also, just okay. so you guys know. Like uh, a short one? You know, I like the short ones. Um, one and Only. Do you know this, Nick? Who's it by? The One and Only? Yeah, it's called it's called One and Only. I don't know. Chef G. It's by Chef G. I'm going to listen to some Chef Is it like G. Chef Boyardee? Yes, but without the Boyard. Or the D. <laughs> Interesting. No D. I have. I know you've mentioned you know who he is, Nick, but never heard it. Right? Uh, I don't or know of him before. Interesting. Wait, what? I, th- I thought I thought you've mentioned you're like, oh, do you like Chef G? Maybe you've heard like Fantana mentioned it before. I don't know. Let me. I don't know. As as far as I know, this is going to be a entirely fresh listen for me. I swear. I swear, you asked me one time if I knew. If I knew, uh, if, if I listened to Chef, bro, he's probably just gaslighting you right now. But how do you, <laughs> how do you spell it? Just C H E F space G. S H S H E F F space G. I swear you've told you asked me Chef G and Sleepy Hollow. Oh, it could buy crane uh, because bro. he was like, 
because he was a he was like in the drill scene you were like yeah chef g and uh you talked about i swear that was you i swear that was you i, I don't know drill that wasn't you i ugh, That's i know but i i thought you knew around like the area anyway, i would say if, I'm thinking, I don't know who if I'm anyone if it was a podcast recommendation like it occurred here if say, anyone it would be have been jesse i would say i i know yeah that's what that's what i was thinking too interesting well we'll see how it is then how many mm-hmm. songs is it uh 12 damn yeah every song is about two minutes yeah. a it's an average of 2.1 divided by 12 um Nice. So then I guess you can talk about what you've been listening to. Um, I've been listening to Young Gravy, the rapper. Um, Pretty similar vibe to Adele. Adele. In general. Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured, <laughs> you know. Listening to Adele, I was like, I should really listen to uh, um, oh, she reminds Mr. Me Clean. Of Young Gravy. Uh, she reminds me of Welcome <laughs> to Chili's. Let me check that out. <laughs> she, she reminds me of rotisserie whip a tesla bb no money hey alexa hey alexa um what else have, and, and then i i don't know what else i've been listening to other than that oh i inspired by the halftime show i've been listening to the weekend some more listening to after Ooh, hours yeah. and uh you know the uh beat oh, yeah. madness or darkness madness i think yeah it's madness great album i I still need to listen to his older stuff because I love After Hours. See, I don't know. The rest of his older stuff, I'm kind of fine with. I really like uh, Call Out Your Name, My Name. Call, Call Out My Name. Out. My Name. That song is great. That album is okay. I've um, listened to most of that album and I, I thought kind of the same thing. I like the song Starboy and this and yep. off of Starboy. I like Sidewalks featuring Kendrick and... Um, the Star Girl interlude with Lana Del Rey. Mm. Uh, I like those. And then other than that, that album is kind of the same thing for me where I'm like, eh. But then like Beauty Behind the Madness, you got Acquainted, The Hills, Earned It. So many good ones on there. Um, And that's about the most that I like his older stuff. And then like like After Hours, that's an album that I'll sit and listen all the way through and I really enjoy. Yeah. For sure. I got you. And then Blinding Lights comes on and you just just start going ape shit. That's Can't like one of those it didn't even songs. get a fucking nomination, dude. Yeah, not even a nomination. Like, Crazy. That song was everywhere. He Radio. Said, he said, yeah, it was. Oh, you didn't nominate me. Let me just put on the best Super Bowl halftime show in recent memory. <laughs> the last this decade. Yeah. Well, Beyonce and Coldplay and. Pharrell played. Don't say that was good. Okay. Don't, yeah, and Chipotle bag as a person. Adam Levine played one too. <laughs> Travis Scott had a time shit. God, he said, oh, "I get those goosebumps every time." Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's what I've been listening to this week. Go ahead. I've been listening to some. Oh, I already was. Um... <laughs> Again, I still listen to "Wait on Me" by like Chef G and Sleepy Hollow. That's what got me into the album. Um, I've listened to Rolando, Rolando by Dusty Locaine, 
which kind of sounds like Pop Smoke. He's kind of a clone, honestly. But yeah, I listened to you know it's a good song. It's a good. I song. listened to one of his what? songs and I was like, he like he is just. It's it's a little more than inspiration to me. Yeah, no, I there's after so after someone gets popular for something like I I know you probably heard Fantana talk about like thugger clones before. Oh yeah, like the high voice a little bit. Yeah. People try to start like start imitating it a little bit. I don't know his his voice is probably pretty deep, but even like the styles kind of trying to mimic it like to like a radical point. I feel like yeah. where it's like, oh, he's definitely trying to trying to be at least imitate what I think Pop Smoke did. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there's a new Pop Smoke song that came out with uh, Fredo Frida. Wait, what's his name again? Frodo Baggins. Oh my gosh. No, Samwise Gamgee. I think it's someone else. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, there's a little TK in here. Um, I actually listened to Heat Waves a couple times. Really? I didn't think I. I was revisiting some of the thing. I didn't have to listen to Tangerine as much, but um, yeah, listening to the Heat Waves, and then I've literally just been listening to Meet the Woo Two so much this week. <laughs> okay. Also, again, it's such a good album, and it just had its one year anniversary. So sad, and one year anniversary of Pop's death is coming up too, which is kind of sad. But all right, you go, Nick. Um, been listening to a little Phoebe Bridgers. You aviator wearing uh, bastard. My my Joe Biden sunglasses. Um, yes. Uh, YouTube recommended me some old video of her singing a song that's not on any of her studio releases, like in a just at like an open mic, and it was really good. And then I realized that somehow before it's in some like compilation album that um, Spotify just recommended me the song in like a daily mix one time, but. Uh, the song's called Waiting Room. It's pretty good. Phoebe Bridgers would be another good uh, female vocalist for us to I thought it was Bridges. Female, Is it Bridgers? Uh, Bridgers, yeah. Um, listening to some... I got into some Jason Isbell today. Some of his older stuff that I'd never listened to before. I listened to most yes. of... Yeah, most of Live from Alabama, which I know you love a lot, Jamie. Excellent um, album. Excellent album. Yeah. For uh, sure. A lot of Black Keys... Um, nice. Uh, oh, and um, there's a girl named Molly Pardon who makes kind of, um, you could just call it like indie music, but it's kind of like indie mm-hmm. alt rock stuff. And uh, uh-huh. I would compare her to Phoebe Bridgers a little bit, but not quite as dark in some of her lyricism, but a similar vibe. And uh, she just went live on Instagram last <clears throat> last night and played some of her songs like on acoustic guitar and i stopped doing homework for like half an hour just to watch her play music. <laughs> that's really funny nice. that's about it sounds like sounds molly like it's been a shout out <laughs> do you say dolly parton shout out molly Parton. oh molly yeah sorry i uh it, it but the the, the, first the the rhyme is there. I was gonna make a joke about Dolly Parton. Yeah, I was I, I was gonna make that joke, and I was like, I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> and then Jamie made. And then Jamie it. accidentally made the joke. Bro, you know that that's what I'd be doing. What? Not listening. missing things, and then no, no, it's not not <laughs> listening, but um, missing things, and then making uh, bad jokes out of it. 
That's how I live my life. Um. Okay, well then I guess we will we will wrap this one up. Uh, I want to say thanks for listening this week, and remember to tune in next week where we're going to be taking a look at One and Only by Chef G. Be sure to listen to it so you, uh, you know, you kind of have your own thoughts about it. Mentally join in the discussion with us next week. Uh, you know, feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album or the episode in general. You know, tell us we sound cute or something. I don't know, just thoughts. Uh, but you can leave that on YouTube or you can also tweet them at us. We're on Twitter at at list up podcast and that account as well as all of our personal handles are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. Um, you know, if you enjoyed it, feel free. If you want, no pressure to leave a rating or review of wherever you found this podcast, whatever that may look like. It's up to you. Uh, <laughs> but for now, no, no pressure. Uh, but for now, we'll catch you next weekend. Remember to listen up. Mm-hmm.